What's up all? Panic attack with Big John. Sitting here smoking a factory smoke cheap cigar. Um, follow me on Getter, Twitter, and Truth Social. Uh, I posted a ton of articles today on my Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. Those, uh, we're talking about free speech and the oncoming attack on free speech in the United States. It's been one of our most cherished rights and part of the founding of this country. We wanted to get away from oppression. The founders, the pilgrims, they wanted to get away from oppressive regimes where you couldn't speak your mind. So do all the like, share, comment, subscribe stuff. And let's check this out. Get a little relaxing music in the background. By the way, some interesting research before we get into anything else. From the... Ohio State University. Feeling depressed? Question mark. Performing acts of kindness may help. Study finds helping others reduces focus on your own symptoms. Not going to get into all of the research, but the summary says people suffering from symptoms of depression or anxiety may help heal themselves by doing good deeds for others, new research shows. The study found performing acts of kindness led to improvements not seen in two other therapeutic techniques used to treat depression and anxiety. So get out there and be kind. Rewind your videotapes before you return them to the store. I don't think that's what they meant. But, you know, hold a door for a stranger. If you see uh, Granny having trouble putting her groceries into the car, help her out. Something like that. So, talking about free speech, and you don't understand. A lot of us that grew up in America don't realize that we are the only nation on earth that has it has in writing from our founders and in our laws that you can say whatever the hell you want to say and as long as you don't hurt anyone else it's fine now they're saying well you know hurting somebody's feelings with words damages them for life I can just about name and think of every time somebody's insulted me, every name I was called. And yeah, I mean, I there are times when I'll spend days just being utterly depressed. Maybe I should do some kind deeds and get out of that depression. See, now I know the cure. But... Truthfully, 
when I was younger, what drove me to be better, what drove me to exercise and succeed in life was the fact that other people were rude to me at times. So let's take a look here uh, at this website, uscourts.gov, and see just what the courts believe uh, what the court says our right to free speech is. What does free speech mean? Among other cherished values, the First Amendment protects freedom of speech. The Supreme Court has often, dis, uh, often struggled to determine exactly what constitutes protected speech. The following examples of speech, both direct words and symbolic actions, the court has decided either entitled uh, are either entitled to the First Amendment protections or not. The First Amendment, in relevant part, that quote Congress shall make no law abridging freedom of speech. Freedom of speech includes the right not to speak, specifically the right to not salute the flag, uh, West Virginia Board of Education versus Barnett. Students to wear black armbands to school in protest of the war. To use certain offensive words and phrases to convey political messages to contribute money under certain circumstances to political campaigns, Buckley versus Vallejo. Uh, these are all uh, cases that went to the Supreme Court. I'm just not naming the case in every one. Okay, so to advertise commercial products or professional services with some, some restrictions. Virginia Board of Pharmacy versus Virginia Consumers Council and Bates versus State Bar of Arizona uh, to engage in symbolic speech, e.g. burning the flag in protest, uh, Texas versus Johnson, United States versus Eichmann. I'm going to tell you, you, you might have the right to burn the flag, but I got the freedom of expression to kick your ass. That's not going to happen. Not going to do it. Might grab a fire extinguisher and put the fire out, but... Kicking your ass, I'd go to jail. Freedom of speech does not include uh, to incite lawless action. Brendenburg versus Ohio. So lawless action, like inciting a riot... To make or distribute obscene materials, Roth versus the United States. Burning draft cards in anti-war protest, United States versus O'Brien, 1968. Uh, to permit students to, pr to print articles in school newspaper over objections to the school administration. Hmm. Hazelwood School District versus... Kalmeyer, uh, of students to make obscene speeches at school-sponsored events, 
students to av uh, pardon me, to advocate illegal drug use at school or at a school-sponsored event. So, really, a lot of this pertains to the right to speak out against the government. Um, where it becomes fuzzy nowadays is we have people that are so soft that something you post on on social media that offends or hurts someone's feelings they want you to be punished legally for and there are some examples of that in great britain and canada that i will cite for you uh, i'm also going to post on my getter and twitter uh this bill in the United States House of Representatives. Uh, it's the anti-white supremacy bill. Uh, it's H.R. 61. The catchy title of it is Leading Against White Supremacy Act of 2023. Uh, and then you have also in the House of Representatives H.R. 8531 Restoring the Artist Protection Act. Uh, this is to protect artists from wrongful use of their lyrics against them in criminal and civil proceedings. I don't know exactly what uh, Hank Johnson and Jamal Bowman are speaking about, but uh, came to my mind the other day. Uh, Ice Cube, the rapper and actor, wrote one of the most anti-police songs in history in 1988, entitled F the Police, F-U-C-K, the Police. Now, I back the blue, but Ice Cube did not. <laughs> However, now he plays a cop in the movies. Also, uh, in 1990-something, the rapper Ice-T started a heavy metal band called Body Count. And they had a song called Cop Killer. Uh, these were taken off of store shelves or a sticker was put on the front of the CD or cassette, uh, parental guidance warning something. But um, they couldn't stop them from singing it because the First Amendment. So I also think back to in the 80s, um, Kids would listen to these heavy metal albums and they were supposedly satanic and there were like hidden messages, subliminal messages, and then the kid would blow their head off and the parents would uh, sue the band. I don't know if that's what these reps are thinking of, but that's what comes to my mind. So, the New York Post... The headline is Europe's anti-hate laws and arrests 
a warning for free speech in the U.S. Let's see what this has to say. This week, the arrest of a British Catholic woman for praying outside an abortion clinic has attracted international attention, but the jailing of Isabel Vaughn Spruce, Vaughn is spelled V-A-U-G-H-A-N hyphen Spruce, so she's got two last names, Uh, director of anti-abortion group March for Life UK is neither surprising nor particularly rare as a denial of free speech in Great Britain. Now, from what I just read uh, from our free speech rights in America, uh, she would be covered by this. And it's long been a controversy in the United States should these people be allowed to protest outside an abortion clinic? Because though I disagree with what they're doing, they are technically seen as a medical facility. Uh, I think in the 80s or maybe 90s, uh, I remember there being court cases and basically... The compromise was made, and I don't know what court level, was it the Supreme Court or a district court, but the protesters could stand on the opposite side of the street of the abortion clinic and carry on and do what they want, but they could not block people from going into the abortion clinic. They couldn't stand on the sidewalk outside the abortion clinic, and so on and so forth. This article goes on to say, It is also a cautionary tale for those in the United States which is facing arguably the largest anti-free speech movement in its history. It started small. It started, well, you know, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and the metaverse. They can bar you from posting certain things. Someone can report your tweet. It goes up the chain of command at the Twitter board. And someone decides if that tweet is offensive or not. I am a free speech absolutist. I don't believe in any regulation of free speech. Now, you should not be allowed to go out and say on television, uh, go kill all the Jews. Although, the leaders of a country called Iran have expressed those views and they are still allowed on Twitter and in the metaverse. Um, The Taliban is on, I I believe they're still on Twitter and the metaverse. That's not important. Uh, We've even got 
congresswomen in this country, Ilhan Omar, I might do another podcast video on later, uh, who has talked about the destruction of Israel and the Jews. All that being said to say this, we've got to be careful where we go with this. In the 80s, 90s, today, there's the moral majority, the Christian right. I'm a part of them. But they want to censor pornography. They want to censor your speech. What happens when it comes back around to them? What happens when it comes to someone saying, well, the Bible offends me. I'm a homosexual, and according to your Bible, homosexuality is a sin. And yes, it is in the Bible that it is a sin. Don't let people lie to you. Um, now, do I think you can gay it up all you want? Yeah. I think you can be as gay as you want to be. You have to answer for it on Judgment Day, however. Just like I have to answer for my sins. So, that aside. Everything is free speech. When the dumb crackers from the Ku Klux Klan or the neo-Nazis or the supposed white supremacists I say supposed because everything is white supremacy now in America. Larry Elder, who ran for governor of California, a black conservative, was called the black face of white supremacy. Uh, the Hodge twins, who are multiracial, they are called white supremacists for some reason. That aside... Dumb crackers can say all the hateful things they want to. We already have laws against murder. So they can't act out on their hatred of the Jews, the gays, the Catholics, the blacks, the Mexicans. They can cracker it up and yell about it all they want to at their pep rallies. But they can't act on it. I see pro-abortionists and uh, drag queens and homosexuals and everybody saying mean things to conservative Christian people that are protesting them. Uh, let's say are protesting the right to life. I've seen videos of middle-aged women going up to 18 and 20 year old girls saying, I hope somebody holds you down and rapes you and you have to carry that baby with you the rest of your life knowing it came from your rape. That is ignorant and disgusting and repulsive and reviled, okay? 
But that ignorant liberal has just as much right to spew that hateful speech as the crackers of the Ku Klux Klan have to spew their stupidity. Okay? I have the right to call that woman's speech repulsive and ignorant and disgusting because that's my opinion. I have the right to call the Ku Klux Klan a bunch of crackers and idiots and their speech stupid because that's my opinion and I have the right to state my opinion. This is what free speech is. But you're say but you're going to say oh, you know, you call them crackers, that's a hateful word. You should be put in jail for that. Not in America, not yet anyways. Can anyone really be put in jail for uh, speech or can they be sent to an indoctrination camp for what they say? Yes, in Canada, uh, one of the greatest philosophers of this time, this day and age, Jordan Peterson, posted something on Twitter that the Canadian government didn't like. And he had his uh, teaching license or something like that stripped of him. So he cannot be a professor in Canada now. However, Jordan Peterson makes a ton of money podcasting his philosophy and a ton of money uh, giving in-person philosophical speeches. The real thing is Jordan Peterson is conservative and the Canadian government is not. But they have silenced him and said that he can't teach in Canada until he goes to their reindoctrination school and agrees or decides that he has learned from his mistake of tweeting whatever the hell he tweeted. And here we go. Who decides what is free speech, what's offensive, what's hurtful? If I say you hurt my feelings with that tweet or that comment and I run to the free speech police, is that when you get arrested and then taken to court or taken before the free speech panel? of the government and then they decide you're fine the constitution guarantees free speech as I read to speak out against the government uh, however it has also been expanded it seems like to include pornography which I don't care porn it up all you want that's between you and your computer or video cassette player or your whatever however you watch your porn it's been expanded to include expression like it said in the uh, courts.gov uscourts.gov burning a flag is free speech I don't agree with that 
but it's that. Let's look at Great Britain and Canada where it is not expressly written and it is not an absolute of their constitution that you have the right to say whatever the blue hell you want to say. Let's take a look here. Looky, looky. Let's take a look, see here. In British, in Great Britain, pardon me, in Great Britain, a fellow was arrested for a tweet. This is from BBC.com. And it goes a little something like this. All right. Why didn't I just do this the easy way? Okay. Man avoids prison over grossly offensive tweet. A man who sent a grossly offensive, grossly offensive is in quotes, tweet about Captain Sir Tom Moore the day after his death avoided a jail sentence. Now imagine that. We've had people in the U.S. of A. die. Right? People have died. What a shock. <laughs> that was kind of redundant. But people that were controversial during their lifetimes. Uh, let's say, for example, Mr. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was an alleged pedophile. I have to say alleged because he was never convicted. He did settle out of court on a lot of these allegations where he just paid the kids money and they said, hey, we'll just let this go. So if I lived in Great Britain, the day after Michael Jackson died, I would not be allowed to tweet good, good heavens Thank goodness the pedophile is dead. Because that would be grossly offensive, right? I'm happy celebrating somebody's death. Now, in the United States, Twitter can kick you off their platform for that. YouTube can take you off, take your video off their platform. But in Great Britain, you could actually be arrested for this. And perhaps sent to jail. Let me continue on with the quote from the BBC. Joseph Kelly, 36, was handed a community payback order for his post on Twitter on February 3 last year. So a community payback order is their version of community service. He has to go out and pick up trash on the side of the road or, I don't know, clean the gutters or something. He has to go and serve the community for free 
to pay off his debt to society, his crime of tweeting something that was grossly offensive. My opinion is, if you're a private citizen, I don't know who Captain Sir Tom Moore was or what was grossly offensive, and I don't care. If you don't like what somebody says about your hero, Captain Tom Moore, Captain Sir Tom Moore, then just don't listen to that person. Turn and walk away. Block them on Twitter. This is what the world's come to. Stuff you post on a silly website that's not real can now get you in trouble. Let's take another example. The LGBTQAI plus community does not like the comedian Dave Chappelle, uh, especially the T part, the trans part of that. Even though Dave has trans friends one of which killed herself after a lot of other trans people attacked her on Twitter. But Dave Chappelle says, I don't give an F about what people say on Twitter because Twitter is not a real place. And I think that's what everybody in the, the world should sit here and say. I say the internet is not a real place. If I post something on Facebook that upsets you, don't look at it or get over it. It's not a real place. It could be my real thoughts and feelings. It could be a joke. It could be my sarcasm. Sarcasm used to be a form of humor. Now I got these kids going, and by kids, I'm talking about like 30-year-old adults going, oh, you're so condescending. That's so mean. That's so, that's just terrible the way you talk and think and act. I'm like, it's sarcasm. Oh, sarcasm's mean. That's not nice. That's offensive to me. I'm like, sarcasm's a form of humor. The, the other real adults... And mind you, the people that are crying and calling my sarcasm mean and offensive and condescending are 30-year-old adolescence but 46 50 year olds they see my dry sarcasm and sometimes they look at me like and I'm like I'm being sarcastic and they're like oh gosh because I can do it with such a straight face they don't realize I'm kidding and then I put on my little smirky grin and they're like oh you got us we thought you were serious I'm like no why would that be serious about something that stupid like, oh, you're so sarcastic. But no, these other people, 10, 15, 15 and 20 years younger than us, they're like, oh, it's sarcastic. Where's my mommy? Where's my crayons? Where's my blankie? Like, you're 30 years old. Grow up. Deal with it. Anyhow, let's move on to Mississauga, Canada. Toronto.citynews.ca 
he was, quote, he was charged with willful promotion of hatred, specifically communicating statements other than in private conversation, willfully promote hatred against an identifiable group. So there's two quotes here, quote within a quote. The, the article says he was charged with willful promotion of hatred, specifically, quote, and this is, this is the law, communicating statements other than in private conversation, willfully promote hatred against an identifiable group, end quote, comma, in this case, Muslims, end of quote. So, in Canada, they have a law called M103, or Motion 103. And this is to condemn Islamophobia in Canada and all forms of systemic racism and religious discrimination. <coughs> However, on the other hand, the Canadian police are still allowed to arrest Christian pastors for opening their churches during the pandemic. But you can be arrested for saying publicly, I hate those Muslims for what they did on 9-11. If you say, from what I'm reading here, this is the law, communicating statements other than in private conversation. So if I'm sitting here talking to my friend, I say, man, I really hate those Muslims for what they did on 9-11. And I don't hate all Muslims. I don't hate any Muslims except the 19 asshole hijackers and that particular group. But... If I say that on a street corner, I say that in a tweet, uh, I say that at a bar where other people can overhear me, now, according to the Canadian government, evidently, I'm promoting hatred and I can be arrested and fined and possibly jailed for this. This is what we're being warned about, people. It's coming to America we have the anti-white supremacy bill, H.R. 61, leading against white supremacy act. This is an act limiting your ability to speak. It's been attacked that way by radical right-wing people that was sarcasm but not sarcastically uh, Houston ABC Channel 13 their headline reads far-right figures attack US rep Jackson Jackson Lee's anti-white supremacy bill as free speech violation 
you can speak all you want. It's if you act out on that speech. And again, who determines when someone's speech has provoked other people to commit violence? And it's no way in hell someone's speech that should be blamed for someone else's actions. If you take action based on what an asshole like Adolf Hitler says, that's your fault. The Nazis tried that defense at Nuremberg. Oh, we were just carrying out the orders of our leaders. We really didn't want to kill those people. We were just enthralled by the speech and we acted on it. And the Nuremberg jury and judge said, "Uh uh-uh, you're responsible for your actions. And they hung the Nazis that followed Hitler's lead. So speech can be a wonderful thing. It can be an ugly thing, but it should not be a criminal thing or a regulated thing. So, God bless y'all. Pray for one another. Love somebody today, unless they're Hitler or a Nazi. (laughs) No, they especially need our prayers and love. Of course, they're all dead, most of them. Uh, But, look. Love somebody today. Be the reason somebody feels loved. Pray for one another. Nazis are bad people. White supremacists are bad people. Let me reiterate that for you idiots. They're going to take what I say out of context. Alright, God bless y'all. Even the idiots that take what I say out of context. And can't deal with sarcasm. Uh.